thank you so much for sticking with us on Caregiver SOS On Air. I'm Ron Aaron, along with our co-host, Carol Zerniel, and joining us now for Take 10, Dr. Jamie Heisman, nationally known expert in dealing with not only caregiving but addictions, a psychotherapist as well as a social worker, and we are pleased once again to have a pretty neat topic to share with you, and it's one that I guess a whole lot of seniors and their families think about from time to time, Carol. Is it ever too late to get therapy? Well, I just saw an article um, recently on one of the websites that was asking that question, saying, is it ever too late? You know, if you did, is it too late? Everybody thinks that when you get older, for some reason, it must be too late. And other than, you know, well, I don't know about being in the Olympics, maybe Miss America and winning American Idol where you have to be under the age of 30, it's usually not too late. Um, but this article is talking about how middle-aged, I'm happy to say, middle-aged people make some of the best patients because middle-aged people <laughs> and older hear the clock ticking um, and know, you know, they, they when bad things happen, they want to find the meaning in it. They realize they've only got a limited amount of time to course correct and to fix these things. So, you know, according to this article, Jamie, uh, Dr. Freud didn't believe he he was one of the ones that said it was too late. By the time you're you know you're middle aged, it's too late to get therapy. God love Freud. God love Jung. They're they're <laughs> greatest theorists you can imagine, but their lives were all screwed up, and so. <laughs> Often, uh, I'm sure they're thinking in terms of themselves. That's a, what we call a clinical projection, Carol. Maybe in, in Sigmund's case or, or Carl's case, it may well be. But for us, boomers and older adults, it never is. In fact, right now is an incredible time to get uh, to shift thoughts and to find change and, and manage change. I mean, midlife really is uh, is overwhelming sometimes. We we're going through a lot of things. Maybe we didn't save enough. Maybe, you know, our kids are leaving uh, the house and, and moving on. Maybe we're now alone with our spouse and don't know what to say. So many challenges come that tells us it's never too late to get therapy. In fact, the reason why you say we're, and I, I hear you say we're more receptive, is that the prognosis is pretty darn good and, and actually much better for boomers and seniors than you think. Well, I mean, if you think about our uh, the boomer age group, people who are middle, middle-aged right now, I mean, sometimes we could are depicted as being a little self-absorbed and loving to talk about ourselves. And what better place to talk about yourself than with your therapist? Well, true. And older adults are, are interesting. I, when I say older adults, I'm saying those who love Lawrence Welk, not the boomers who love the Who and, and the Stones. The, the Lawrence Welk and Elvis Presley people, for the most part, would never find their way to a therapist's office. The shame and the stigma is too great. But boomers if you will, and a bit because you said that narcissism or self-absorption that you, that you know, but we're not tired of talking about ourselves. And as a matter of fact, we're, we're becoming much more akin to understanding why mental health is important. And are those mental health services widely available? Well, you know, Ron, it, it, they are. I will totally tell you that we're underutilized as a therapy community, um, that we see a small percentage of people who have mental health challenges. Shame and stigma probably is still the, the greatest reason of all. Um, many people who believe that, obviously, it is too late, and this is why it's a great topic for our program today, will not go in. They're, they're pretty stodgy in their ways, and that, that happens to both boomers and adults and older adults, too. 
But all you need to do, I mean, I blog for Psychology Today, is just go to Psychology Today, put your zip code in, and you're going to find there's so many excellent therapists, well-qualified, right around your house to go and, and check out. So how do you know when you need a therapist? How do you know how to begin that conversation? How do you know of the 5 or 10 or 20 things that are driving you nuts? Which one is going to bring you to make that phone call? Well, now I can tell you that you two are, are as great experts in that case as I am. I mean, um, my wife will call it chi, energy. You do know when you're feeling off balance. You do know when you're feeling on one leg and things are coming at you at a fast and rapid pace and you're not really prepared for it. Um, things like retirement for boomers and older adults is, is huge. Having a grandchild is. You know, many times, too, and I'm sure all of us can relate on the phone here, that people who, who have kids who go through challenges in their lives and have left the, their homes, um, we live through them and, and we're worried. My mom, and I'll, I'll let Carol get a word in edgewise here, is my mom, God love her, God rest her soul, told my sister when she called up and said she was pregnant, she says, I'm so, so happy for you, but you, knew, know, you do know you'll never have another peaceful day the rest of your life <laughs> that's like my friend john russell years ago i told him hey we're buying a house he said well that's really great you will never sleep again <laughs> yes, exactly. yeah, really. worried about no, the mortgage no what is it they say them the two most overrated things in life are oh, you're owning your own business and natural childbirth well there you are <laughs> <laughs> so i think you all have hit on almost all of those but you know the truth is um that <laughs> you know having somebody it's different we you can talk to a friend. You can talk to somebody close to you. But sometimes we've got, there may be some dark things in your life that you haven't dealt with, and you don't want a family member. You don't want a friend. You want an impartial person not connected with your immediate family or friend circle to, to talk to and really, you know, deal with things that you wouldn't say out loud to anybody else. Carol, I'm a huge believer of friendship, and especially, actually, women have a great amount to teach men that when I work with, let's say, addicts and alcoholics who are female, and I, I've never seen anything more healing than nurturing and empowering and growing a relationship with a best friend. But to your point, it is spot on. You do not want to use a friend as a therapist. And, and often I tell friends to make sure they tell their friends, I'm, I'm not a therapist. I am your support. I, if you have issues that are unresolved in your life, I'm there to support you. But you do need to find a safe place, a very confidential place, a person who you can trust, who is objective, who, who can be there to reflect your psyche back to you, and who understands how much you can handle uh, at what time. And, and when to say it. You're listening to Take 10, part of our Caregiver SOS on-air program. We end each show with a look at an issue. And Dr. Jamie Heisman is with us, Carol Zerniel, and I'm Ron Aaron. We're delighted to have you with us. If you have suggestions you'd like to make for topics, all you have to do is send a note, radio at wellmed.net, radio at wellmed.net, and we'll be happy to respond. We're talking about uh, an issue that uh, affects a whole lot of folks, whether they know it or not, and that is, is it ever too late for therapy, and I'm assuming in this mix you would include couples therapy. You mentioned folks who suddenly become empty nesters, and they look at each other and they don't have a thing to say. You do. Who is and that man? 
Well, exactly. But couples therapy, even take it one step further, Ron, it's, it's a great point you bring up, is now we're becoming caregivers of people we love and caregivers of spouses and brothers and sisters. And, and look at it this way. When does the couples counseling end, if you will, or subside or get utilized less? And when does the caregiving education begin? So this is only things you can explore in, in really in privacy. I would think that the couples work that we do is so vital when it comes to caregiving. And I also want to point out, too, that we're, we're in a society now that has 50% of our marriages end up in divorce. So if you're coping with a divorce or you're coping with mourning a, a perceived loss like a divorce or an actual loss like a person, I mean, these are things that happen mostly in midlife and as older adults. These are the things that the reason therapy was created in the first place. Well, and, and I think that's absolutely true. And, and building on why a caregiver might be interested in therapy, a lot of caregivers uh, probably f- don't feel like they have choices. You know, for whatever reason, they landed in this situation and I don't have a choice. And, and until they talk to a therapist, they don't understand that they're making choices all the time about the type of care, where the care takes place, how much time they spend, you know, how they're going to live their life what's best for themselves, what's best for that other person. I mean, they make those decisions all the time, and they don't even realize that those are choices. And, Dr. Jamie, how does counseling help, then, for the caregiver, for example, who feels trapped? Well, first thing I want to point out, too, for all the listeners and for us as well, is that we're growing older, um, and, and the, 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 as we grow, we're, I, most of us are going to live much more than we ever anticipated in the first place. Yeah, so about- every time this word too old comes out, I always gauge age by a person who stops learning is growing older. Got about 10 seconds. So with that, all I can tell you is it works through awareness. And once you're aware, and you've heard me say this, you're no longer naive. You're forced to transform, uh, Ron, and you find self-love. So if you do have any thoughts of resolving any issue whatsoever, pick up the phone or go to Psychology Today and get yourself a therapist. Dr. Jamie Heisman, thank you. Next week on Take 10, we talk about the addict down the hall in the assisted living or nursing home. Big topic, big issue next on Take 10. Carol Zerniel, thank you very much. I'm Ron Aaron. For Carol and Jamie, we'll talk with you soon on Caregiver SOS On Air, brought to you by the WellMed Charitable Foundation on News Talk 930 KLUP. You've been listening to Caregiver SOS On Air, presented by the WellMed Charitable Foundation. Email suggestions and comments on this program to radio at wellmed.net. And join your hosts, Ron Aaron and Carol Zernio, for another edition of Caregiver SOS On Air on News Talk 930 KLUP.